Welcome back to the show. You are now listening to Wake the Flock Up with Concept 714 and the Rain beautiful... Rain Bazoo was cracking. Rain Bazoo is our co-host. For those who don't know, we had a contest and we tried out three or four other co-hosts. And Rain Bazoo was the female that got the most downloads on her episode. Really? And yeah. That's how you calculated the whole shindig? Because I didn't want to... Be, I, I wanted to be like completely unbiased. Like I didn't want to say, oh, I liked her better or she smelled better than the other chick or whatever. But so I it did wasn't, smell it better. It wasn't about the rack. <laughs> it, it wasn't, wasn't about the, the rack because she... I don't even she had, she had placed third. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so I said, you know what? We're going to let the, the audience decide. And you got like a thousand more than the other chick eventually. But you guys were head to head. You and, That's cool, right? and Mary Alex. I didn't even know this. And who else? Mary Alex. You never even met her. Yeah. You guys were head to head but for a little bit. And then yours just came, came out when we got the word out that it was the last ones. And then you guys started, started pushing it. So Rain Bazoo won the contest, and she's our official co-host. You're here. Congratulations. Why, thank you. We're here at beautiful King's Corner, 1020 North Batavia Street, where a lot of artists come to get their official gear done. And it is our home. It's been our home for the last year. And uh, thanks to many people, including the man next to me, we are now on our third year of this groundbreaking uh, before we introduce him, though, we got Dips in the house. What? DJ Dips. We got the Hyphenate in the house. Hey. Who is? You're becoming. You. You want to be one of our alumni because you've been on the show like three times already. We got to make it happen. Alumni, wake the fuck up a line. Now we got J Rose is our official music producer. So any music you hear on the show during commercials or that kind of stuff, that's the man. We got our intern X. X is the camera guy. He's my right hand man. He he um, makes sure I don't fuck up, and if I fuck up, he fixes it. That's his job. Dips is also an official member of the Wake the Flock of Family. Now he's our our manager, merchandise manager, or merchandise ambassador, whatever you want to fucking call it. It's titles; they don't mean nothing. I don't pay any of them, so it doesn't mean really fucking matter. <laughs> so uh, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Wake the Flock Up. Follow us, and you'll hear interviews like this one. Interviews like DJ Revolution, Planet Asia, Master Ace, uh, Rock Aura Science. Who else we had? Uh, Jerome Benton, uh, uh, a bunch of other people. Just, Demrick. huh? Demrick. That's right. Demrick, uh, Tone Deaf. So like, we've, 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 we've been around. We're the slut of the hip hop podcast industry. And yeah, uh, we got that, we got that, we got that Bombay. We got the bounce, we got that Bombay. So check us out. Um, we are the number one hip hop podcast on the internet. Uh, I, I completely don't look that up. Just, just trust me. <laughs> trust me that on there. Don't fact check. Don't fact check. What you need a fact check for? You know what I'm saying? No, uh, I like to call us the number one hill podcast because no one does it like us. We've not, we, we started off with giving love to our scene and our scene gave us love back, which, uh, put us in the eye of, of everyone that you've ever wanted. I mean, I've, I sat with Master Ace. Like, that alone to me was it. Did you want a beer? Pause? No, I was just. 
Okay, so they I saw this. Checking it, the flavor. They got this, and then they got an horchata flavor one. How is that? It sucked. I figured it would. Though. <laughs> it was kind of gross. Yeah, it's something your drunk uncle would do like the next day after a big party, pour the shit in one cup. Yeah, it's like oh, we got a bunch of butt lights left. We got some horchata. Fuck it, just toss it in there. Uh, it was not great. I'm saying Blue Moon kind of dropped the ball on that one. Uh, so check us out, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, blah, 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 blah. Show us love. All we ask is that you share the podcast. Tell a friend, tell a neighbor, tell a cousin, tell a coworker. And that's it. Everything else is free. Um, and we do it out of love. We do it for the hip, for the sake of hip-hop, for our sake. Uh, we want to bring something new to your ears. And so just play us when you're at the gym, when you're cleaning your house, washing dishes, or doing whatever it is Rainbow Zoo does. She's a hippie. So uh, not when you're not showering, you can play us. I shower. Hippies don't shower. And I take long showers. You're, you know, kind of hippie showers. It's raining outside, isn't I, it? <laughs> I also smudge sage and smoke weed. That's yeah. hippie shit, too. Yeah, it is. I'm a new age We hippie. We gave Rimbazoo how hippie are you test, and she did pretty good. Uh, she, did, she doesn't wear shoes most of the time. Except for tonight, wearing fucking stilts and stilettos and shit. You know, it was a special occasion. The first podcast of 2016. That's right. Man, I had to do it up a little bit. The first episode of 2016 for Wake the Fluck Up. And Pause One is here. Hey. And Pause is our official first guest ever on Wake the Flock Up. So it was only fitting. We're going full circle real quick. Is that, is that quick. true? That is true. I heard there was somebody before me. Officially, I'm, I'm little, you're the first yeah, one. I don't know. Oh, see. Oh, before. Oh, that's how, yeah. I... I <laughs> She meant nothing to me. It's one of those. <laughs> I was thinking right. of you the whole time, Paul. <laughs> yeah. No, right. uh, be- well, I had to try it out before I brought it to Ghost and said, hey, I got an idea. And uh, I interviewed Fluent, Fluent interviewed me, and then we did uh, Presidential Smoke, and then we did Roach, now paid, and then we did uh, Rebels Uprising. So, I mean, we, we practiced, and then I said, Ghost, I got an idea. I- Here it is. I showed him an example, and he said, dude, we got to make this happen, right? And we had we had someone scheduled, and they canceled on us, and we were last minute. And he's like, "Dude, I know pause." You're just making it worse, bro. Why? You're just making it worse. You want to be virginized? You, 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 you know what, man? Just, just you're just digging just, a hole just, deeper. Bro. Just That's enjoy the moment. I've yeah. never I've never met you before, so I'm excited. I listened to your music, and I was digging it super hard. I yeah, appreciate it. Thank you. Um, I especially like the one where you were getting out of jail. Oh yeah, that video's shout out to my boy Matt. Um, I met him in San Jose. I did a show like up there like a year prior to that. And, um, you know, nobody up there really knew who I was. And if they did, they didn't say nothing. But I went outside after my set to cool off and dude followed me out, bought me a drink, bought an album, was telling me what he did. And I didn't even think I'd see him again, to be honest. And then when he moved to L.A., I was one of the first people he hit up. He's like, yo, this is what I do. This is how I eat. Um, But, you know, let's let's do something because I dig what you do. So we did we did that video for what you make it, and I wanted it to be kind of a kind of a, a biopic in a sense, and, and follow me from when I got out of prison up into you know being on stage in front of all these people, or whatever. Just the whole process, you know what I mean? I really really dug it. Thank you. The production. Who did pa- the production? Default. He should be around here somewhere. He was supposed to come. Cool. You pause has been. You've always been real honest in your tracks. Um. Did did you initially begin thinking like, okay, uh, and we talked about this a little bit the first time you're here, but it's been a while, and I want people to kind of get recapped on here. Uh, pause one is from, 
Pomona, not Pomona, not Pomona. No, I'm in Pomona right now, yeah. but I was born in Compton, moved to Long Beach, moved all around. But Norwalk's probably where I got the most scars. Hey, yeah. Norwalk, yeah, real yeah. talk? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Curtis yeah. and King, homie. Yeah, yeah, I used to live on, uh, <laughs> yeah, I used to live right there on Curtis and King in, in Imperial. Really? Uh, yeah, yeah. Curtis and King and Spry, homie. Oh, uh, yeah, I know what it is. Uh, yeah, that's, I used to live right there, too, on, uh, I used to live on Spry. Really? Yeah, yeah. Real oh, shit. then you, you must have known all the neighborhood homies. Uh, Fernando, Blockhead. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yep. only no- part of Norwalk I know for sure is the big old N. Yeah, there's, yeah, yeah. There's, the there's Norwalk a Town shopping Square? center. Oh, yeah, the Norwalk Square. That has a big old N. And I was yeah. a kid. I had a dope, ch- cheap theater there. It's like two, $2? bucks or some shit. Yeah. And they play the newest shit? Yeah. Or am I going like to watch Lion King? A month. I'm trying to watch Lion nah, King. It'll be new. like a month after the shit but comes out. But it's still dope. It's like real. It's a dope place to do a music video, actually. Yeah, it has that old, like, kind of 80s. Yeah. Uh, theater vibes. Death eighties. Yeah. But but Paul's has gone through his shit, some shit in his life. Yeah, it's safe to say that. Yeah. Uh, what do you think was um, not the result, but what do you think made you have to go through those experiences? Like, what was in your life that, that was missing that wasn't there? I mean, honestly, nobody chooses what color they're born as, where they're born, what they look like, their circumstances. Nobody chooses that. But when you get to a certain age where like, and this goes for male and female, you kind of like, you're trying to figure out yourself and figure out the world. And around that time, my pops died. So, and then my mom's wasn't around either. So when people say the streets raised me, like I was pretty much raised there and in juvenile hall because I've been to every juvenile hall in Southern California. Um, but yeah, it just, it just going there and seeing different people from different parts of the city and um, it's just, you know, that's kind of how I grew up. But when I got old enough to realize, like, yo, this shit isn't cool. I'm not supposed to be doing that. So then I, I got a little bit smarter with what I did. But I still slipped. You know what I mean? Went upstate a couple times. But really, I mean, it's not necessarily uh, um, something that it's not one thing. It's It's been a lot of things. Some of my best friends been killed, you know, all kinds of sh- I mean, we all got stories like that. You know what I mean? It doesn't make me special i think the difference is is i found something to channel it into which is the music and i can't think of any other way to be than honest i can't be a cartoon character i can't wear white contacts i can't come up with a gimmick i can't do the cape thing i can't it's just it doesn't feel right to me mm-hmm. you know yeah so the the equivalent of all these things the way you were growing up and and of the circumstances around you is what molded you to be paused when yeah. when did hip hop come into into play, and when did you see that it was an outlet or it was a way otherwise than that? Well, it was graffiti. The first element was graffiti for me, and doing graffiti at the time, it wasn't like you could just be you could just be dope in a black book. You know what I mean? This it wasn't like, oh yeah, I saw your shit in so and so's book. Yeah, it, it wasn't like that. Like if you had to, like if you wanted to be respected, you had to be up. You had to get out, and you had to battle and slash people and things yeah. like that. But around that same time, it was a lot of tag banging. It was a lot of gang banging. Writers yeah. were getting shot, stabbed, all that kind of shit. So it was kind of like some of my friends didn't know the difference. They were basically gang banging without a gang. Mm. And I was like, yo, this is kind of lame. Like, you're either in or you're out. Like, if you're going to be a writer, you know, do the hip hop shit. Like, yo, give people props. Look at, you know, elevate, evolve, get better. And uh, some of my friends just, it was drugs. It was all, And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm pause one. So that's where the one came from. And around that time, we used to fuck around, get drunk, smoke, freestyle. And uh, that turned into 
just rhyming and I rhymed under this name and I never <laughs> I never thought of anything else. Yeah. Because that's how people knew me. So it just stuck. Mm-hmm. And um And that was your tagging name? That was your like, yeah, yeah, what that's you what wrote? I used to write, yeah, yeah. That's dope. So what? that was your evolution. Yeah, I had to start with that element and then move into this one. But regardless, I wanted to be respected. Like even now, you know, like being good is great, but you know, if I don't if people don't respect and appreciate what you do then it's kind of like you're just masturbating. You're just kind of doing it to get yourself mm. off type of shit. It's mm-hmm. an ego thing. Like, right. Yeah. I, I want to contribute something. You know, with graffiti, same thing. Like, I was trying to get my boys, like, yo, check out so-and-so. Look at the 3Ds. Look at this. Look at that. And they were more like, yo, hit the pipe. Yo, let's do this. Yo, so-and-so yeah. left his car open. <laughs> you're like, oh, fuck. So that's <laughs> nah, like, good, you know, yo. all that tomfoolery, and you're trying to make a name for yourself. You're trying to find some some form of self-expression that will make you you know re- renowned yeah i wanted people to know i existed my mom's wasn't there pops is gone i was like fuck it the whole world's gonna know who i am but that's kind of hard with tagging because it's so temporal yeah yeah, yeah. and i learned that and it, i was like fuck it's a big world out there and um you know this there's dudes that are nicer than me i mean and that goes for anything but from there i was like you know what there's really no future in this shit i started getting locked up and i seen people taking the uh the step and doing jobs, painting people's shops and shit and getting paid. And, you know, dudes in the street were like, yo, that shit is whack. Fuck the legals, this and this. It was just, but anyways, by that time I was already rhyming, freestyling, battling, traveling and shit like that, you know, in the city and moving around. So do you remember the day that it was validated though? Like, do you have an experience where you said, oh, rhyming is where it's at? Like, I know you freestyling, you battle, but was there like a time you said, Yo, this is it. This is the element I'm supposed to be involved in. It was, I think it was at a party. It was in Norwalk. And this dude, um, he had his turntable set up or whatever. And he had a mic. I had already been on mics and little house parties in Long Beach and different cities. But at this party, like there was other crews there. Like this was like, it was one of those parties where like everybody's there. So I was like, okay. And then the dude was like, yo, let my boy get on the mic one of my homies. So they gave me the mic. I started rhyming and um, I got a lot of love, even from people that weren't supposed to like me. And the reason why I remember this party was because about 10 feet from me, there was like a shed, like one of those little aluminum sheds or whatever. And I just started hearing a metal bend and I turned and look real quick. And this dude was getting jumped by the shed. And it was like, it was funny because there was like five dudes lined up waiting their turn to beat the shit out of them. It was fucking. So I'm just, I'm still rhyming. I'm fucking looking at him and I'm like, oh shit. And, it, and he's falling into the shed. The door's bending. Dudes are stomping him out. And he gets up and fucking one of the little dudes that was last in line cracked him in the face with a bottle, split Ooh, him open. Shit. Yeah. So from there, dude, like, is stumbling past and he got blood all over my fucking Nike jacket. I was furious. <laughs> But, Yo, but he was you already, need to make a video out of this He was shit. already kind of, yeah. he got lit up. But yeah. I remember that night because I got love from people that weren't supposed to love me. Uh-huh. And I was like, you know what? Maybe I am good. Why do you think they weren't supposed to love you? Why are you saying that? I mean, think about it like this. Um, you're from Orange County. Yep. I'm from LA County. Mm-hmm. So people like to get super political and be like, yo, I can't fuck with old boy. He's from he's from LA County. And, and LA LA don't show love. Dude, Orange County to, don't to show this, Get the fuck out of at here. At this age, at this stage that I'm at and the things that I've done, I've still met people from LA County who do that. 
I, that shit I'm, is I'm, never going to go away. And I'm not saying any names, but it was like, yo, that's a dope design. It's just a design. You need to make an Orange County one, bro. You need to make that. And I'll cop it. We'll do it. It'll be dope. He's like, man, OC killer, bro. Yeah, it's... And I said, dog, you're like 40, bro. Wow, <laughs> I'm, are yeah, you, I, I told him, are you serious? And he's like, yeah, man, I've been debating doing that. I'm not down. I'm not, I'm not going to do it. It's just... And like, then the wow. thing is, is like when you travel yeah, and you're like, you know what? People, if you try to tell them Orange County, they, they might think of the TV show. Yeah, that's Or going to be like, that's what, Disneyland? Yeah. When I was locked up, I'll tell dudes, yeah, I'm from LA. And if they're from, you know, somewhere else, they'll be like, what, Hollywood? Mm-hmm. Nah, I don't live nowhere near Hollywood. Yeah. You know? But it's just, it's just funny, like that mentality. So that's, that's, I went into it with that. These other graffiti crews, dudes from here, whatever. I was like, yo, these dudes aren't supposed to give me my props. Mm-hmm. And um, and he did. And I was like, you know what? Maybe I am good at this. And I remember it because of all the fucking shit that happened afterwards. Yeah. But I think that's when I was like, you know what? I, I think I could get busy with this. Mm-hmm. And then I started, you know, taking it a little further. Like, okay, what's the next step? And respect was always, and it still is, number one to me. So people were like, yo, you're not, you're not good enough unless you travel and you you got to beat the dudes from the city over. The best dude from that city, you got to go there. It wasn't about how many views I had. It wasn't about how many followers. It wasn't about none of that. People weren't paying attention to that. They were they were doing drugs. They were they were packing guns. They were getting high. They were you know what I mean? It was just there was a, a whole another distraction at the time. It was reality. It was right in front of you. People weren't taking selfies and shit like that. They weren't doing that shit. So. But people were like, yo, you need to travel. You need to go to Long Beach. Oh, you ever heard of so-and-so? He's from the such-and-such crew. Jump on the bus or fucking hit up the homie with the car. And and that's what it became. That's what it was about. And um, that's just, I, I just wanted to be respected. But ultimately, it was all about the music. Mm-hmm. Not, just, not just being able to battle rap, but like, I want to make songs people listen to 10, 20 years from now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And um, that's always been where my heart's been. It's not just... I'm dope, I'm hard, I'm tough, I'm this, I'm that. Like, yeah, I want to make songs about every aspect of being a human being. Like, yeah, th- there's times where I am vulnerable, like, fuck. And then there's times where, like, I do feel like, you know what, I'm the best. You know, so it, it just varies, but that was probably the the big bang for me. Was, that was right that, that party. Yeah. Now, <clears throat> that's what initiated it. Right? So it was like, okay, this is it. This is good. I'm getting the attention that I didn't know I- Oh, the attention I should not be getting from people that should not be given to me. That means that something's happening. Something's good. But what would you say from like bigger names to like someone that, oh, like the, no, 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 which yeah, it, yeah, I wanted yeah. to know the initial one because that's important. That's going to give the you cosign. Yeah. Who, like, who do you think and when was it that you got the first cosign from someone that you were like, whoa? I think it was, uh, I think it was doing shows at the time. It was like 2007. And, um, it was a KRS-One show. Mm-hmm. And um, it was crazy because they asked me, they they had seen my set and they asked me to come back up and freestyle with them. And it was me, it was um, me, AC alone, someone else, and that was it. It was just us four. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh shit, like I'm up here with, with giants. I'm up here with legends. Like these dudes traveled the world. They got fucking, you know what I mean? Yeah. So... I think that kind of solidified it for me was to have them approach me like, yo. So the artists themselves saw, the, saw your set and then they're like, yo, 
bring this kid up here, dude. Yeah, Who somebody somebody reached out. Yeah. Somebody on their team. Uh-huh. I'm not saying KRS-One literally yeah. walked over to me. Right. But he might, very well could have somebody. been him saying, hey, yo, that last kid, bring him up. Yeah, yeah, like, yo, he's got bars. Yo. Yeah. And, um, yeah, that... But see, from there, that felt good too. Yeah, and, and and it was another moment where I'm like, okay, dope. I'm, I'm people respect my craft, but I didn't take it like, yo, I'm on top of the world. Mm. I'm better than everybody. Mm-hmm. See, the ego shit. That's always been real. Like the ego's an enemy to me. Like everybody has one. I'm not saying I don't have one. Everybody mm-hmm. does. But it's that little voice that you gotta you gotta turn the volume down on mm-hmm. because, like I said earlier, there's always somebody better than you, always. And if you don't evolve and you don't progress and you don't get better. And you just believe that you're the shit 24-7, like, there's going to be a reality check. You know what I mean? So, but yeah, that was one of the moments, first moments, probably the KRS, uh, AC alone thing. Yeah. Yeah, that was crazy. So, after everything that you've you've been through, everything you've done, especially in music, like, you've worked with some very respectable names, like Raskas. To me, when I saw the Raskas collab, I was like, dude, this is dope, man. Like, this is big. Big for for hip-hop in general to be like someone like Raskat still keeping his ear out with those you know being of that legendary status yeah and reaching out to these artists i don't know how it went down that's not what i'm asking what i'm saying is after that something like that was that like a check off your wish list Fuck kind of yeah, thing because i used to listen to the wake-up show like yeah. there was rappers I, I used to study like you know people go to school for graphic design people go to school to be a chef culinary arts things like that so you got to study the greats. You want to be great, study the greats. And he was one of them. Him, Michael Myers, uh, fuck, the list goes on. Mm-hmm. Eminem was on there. Biggie was on there. Uh, There's just mad dudes. But Raz was definitely one of them. He would say certain shit. And I'm just like, yo, this dude, how's he come up with this shit? Mm-hmm. Like, he ha- he ha- his mind has to be in a different space to mm-hmm. think of the shit he says. And um, yeah, so working with him, that was, that was surreal too. But... You know, for me, it's it's not just uh, there's a price on everything. So I'm sure if you had enough bread, you might be able to get a Jay Z verse. You might be able mm. to get a verse from Yellow Wolf or whoever. You yeah. know what I mean? But is it real? Is it organic? Do do they respect your craft or are they just emailing some wave files? And that's the big difference. I I keep going back to the respect thing. That's a yeah. cornerstone. Like. And that's just for me. Some dudes want the the fame and they, they want the women and they want the free drugs. And they, and that's great, too. There's nothing wrong with that. And I think that's the reason why there's this illusion of competition amongst MCs, because we we all think we want the same thing. and We don't. <laughs> we fucking don't. Mm. When you walk into a party, if you're there and you just broke up with your girl and you know you're trying to fuck, that's that's your M.O. That's all you're trying to do. <laughs> So you're on the hunt. Yeah. If somebody else is there, went through some bad shit, and they just want to get shit-faced drunk, yeah. right? Then there's somebody in there who's like, yo, there's a lot of people in here smoking. I'm on deck. I'm going to make my money. Right. Everybody has a different motivation. The problem is is we have this illusion that it's me against you. Yeah. So, But, but having said that, don't you think that you should have that mentality like, my set is going to be the hottest of one. Of course. Here. Like, my, my verse course. needs to be the best in this set. For cycle. the sake of the fans, though. Mm-hmm. For the sake, for me, I, I read this thing DMX said. He said, look, I don't give a fuck whose show it is. I don't care who's headlining above me. This is my show. And he didn't say it in an arrogant way. Mm-hmm. I know he didn't mean it like that. What yeah. he's saying is, I'm going to go in there. I'm going to give you everything I fucking got. I'm mm-hmm. going to pour sweat. By the end, I might not have a voice. Mm-hmm. I've I've heard stories about dude having a, like as soon as he walked off stage he collapsed 
And because he had an asthma attack and he had to fucking take him to the hospital and like, because yeah. he fucking left a piece of himself on stage. It, so it, you should. You there, should give it all There's that legendary story of how he even got signed the first oh, yeah, time. Yeah, when he wrapped through his jaw like So this. He, he sealed, he wired his jaw shut. He, got, he, he, he was robbing people. <laughs> he was doing real bad. He was outside of the projects. They spotted him, chased him down, beat the dog shit out of him, stomped and broke his jaw, right? So he had to get his jaw wired up. And every time he talked, it hurt. So, uh, Irv Gotti set mm-hmm. up a meeting with uh, Lior Cohen. Yep. They came to his fucking spot, and DMX was like, "Like, yo, I can't do this. This is fucking, like, you see how fucked up? And Irv Gotti convinced him, like, yo, this is it. You're either going to do it or you're not. You need to get out. Look what the streets are doing to you. Get out of there. So, he fucking rapped as hard as he could like this, and that was his deal. He, and then he, he tells a story of, like, how he was rapping. He could hear the wires yes. popping yeah. from his mouth because he was going so hard. And the dude was just like, yo, this... Yeah, like, ding, ding. Just imagine seeing some... And he's doing, spit and fucking... But DMA's but always hear it been that it, dude no? who has that energy, that intensity behind yeah. him, you know? Um, but that's the point, though. Yeah. Is, is you gotta you got to have that, I'm the best, I'm going to be better than the next guy mentality. But you... Turn it off. When you're off stage, you're not a better human being than everybody yeah. in this fucking room. Right. Turn you gotta have off. that humility. Leave it in the booth. Leave it on stage. And, and that's all there is to it. It's what I tell people. Like they, they hear me on the show and they're like, yo, are you think like that? Are you really like that? And I'm like, look, that's not a character. I'm not faking it. I'm just turning up the... Yeah. the I'm turning up the... Exactly. The, I'm turning it up a little bit more. When I get home, dude, trust me, I turn my shit down because my wife... It's not gonna Sean have that. P said that. My Sean kids P, ain't gonna have peace. that. You know, Sean. you have to adjust. And because you have something good, because you're this dope at something, that doesn't make you better than anyone at all. Like you're not that being good at something doesn't make you better because that person is better at you at something else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how are you competing in that? In that dude way, might be a paramedic. There might be a dude in there that's a paramedic, right? And he just saved a father of three somewhere, right? Yeah. And you're being a fucking prick because you just got off stage. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. People have bad days. People get rubbed the wrong way, et cetera, et cetera. But what I'm saying is a lot of MCs think that the more arrogant I am, the better I am. And I've proven mad people wrong and taking their money that way because I might come in dressed a certain way, but I'm leaving with your money. We're going to battle and I'm going to leave with your bread Mm -hmm. because I don't give a fuck about how you feel about yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like it's let's, let's get down to the martial arts aspect of it, the technique. Let's get down to that. That's where I was then and now, same thing. But I want to make records. So, yeah, I hear what you're saying. Like, yeah, you, you got to turn it up when it's time to get on stage. Yep. But I just, you know, that's why I really respect certain cats that, could, that know where the knob is and they know how to turn it down when they're not on stage. But I'll say this. Having met some of my favorite artists, I've never been, like, truly disappointed. But then when I sit down and they're not them on stage, there's this... It's, it hits you like in the face because you're like, oh man, if there's I sleep- expected you to be this dude, and then you come down and he's like, oh, nice yeah, but you're talking about <laughs> 25 years in the industry. They've yeah. been jacked, bad record deals. Yeah, their wife divorced them. Yeah, so I mean, fuck, who knows? I've seen, I've I seen Rock him right here in Orange County. I seen Rock him, and it was a terrible fucking set, and and I was I was disappointed. I was like, yeah, let's fucking Rock him, and uh, but I didn't know his situation. So I can't say, yo, fuck him. He's whack. That's still the God. That's still rock him. Mm-hmm. But it, it, you know, you never know. Like but, there's, there's times where like I've seen some of my favorite MCs and they remind me exactly why I need to go home and get better. Like, we see, we see Nas in Oregon 
at a at a festival and I was just, you know, the shit is it leaves you in awe. You're like, yo, that's that's what you should aspire to be is something like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? It it has been a wild fucking journey, pause. I gotta tell you. From the day you walked in to today, I've seen and spoken and, and done things that I've never pictured ever ever get it done. That's what's up. And I'm gonna give you some I'm gonna give you some and a lot of credit because I shot you the episode, the very first one, and you gave me some notes that I still use to this day. That's what's up. The dude, they were like, yo, I like this. This is double how the music comes up behind when I talk. But I don't like this. And I'm like, yo, I'm sitting back. Because I am I just wanted to make something different. And I'm editing and I'm cleaning it up. And to me, it sounds decent. But I don't know what I want yet. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I'm just making it and figuring it out. It's like when you're cooking, you're tasting like, nah, that's mm-hmm. not good. Okay, yo, let me. Come and try this. Come here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let me, and you're like, this. oh, this is good, but too salty. Yeah. Oh, okay. Let me fix the batch up, you know, that kind of thing. Um, and I've been able to sit with a lot of people. And the one thing that I've learned sitting with Raka and DJ Revolution is like, they're people. Like, they're just humans like you. And their alter egos, the ones that do it right, they, dude, that's that. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. It's altered to what I really am. Yep. But it's not a fake them. If that makes sense. No, it's just well, turn. It's just them to yeah, this level where exactly. they need to be because, dude, at the, at the end of the day, it is entertainment. So they need to do that. You got to be entertained. You got to be entertained, but you still want to be as real as possible. And that's when the music comes in hand and you realize who they really are. It's really, yeah. it's really been eye opening to me. And now, um, I'm sure the may, the day I meet like Rock Him or like one of these artists, I'm just, I'm still going to be in super shock and awe. You know, but I'm going to go in there knowing like, yo, this person just loves what they do, Mm -hmm. you know, until they disprove that for whatever reason. Well, when you lose, when you lose a passion, that's when you should put it down. And and there's a lot of dudes that have said that boxers, there's, there's a lot of different people in in, in all different walks of life that say, you know what? I stopped doing it because my heart wasn't in it. And this industry, the business aspect would definitely drain you of that because you're going to sit there and compare yourself. Like so-and-so has so many views or whatever. Or someone so's opening up this show and you're comparing yourself to that and you're like, you just eat away at yourself. That's all you do. Instead of thinking of like, you know what, I'm going to go back to that song I started and and fix this up. And you know what, you end up finishing that song and writing half of another one. Mm-hmm. So it, it's just, you know, your heart's got to be in it regardless. Yeah. Well, your heart's got to be in anything that you do because otherwise you're going to suffer the consequences of feeling like an empty shell of yourself everywhere you go, feeling fake as fuck. But there's people that could live like that, though. Yeah. Like but I think there's people that need or that have to live with it. So like you're saying, yes, an artist should put it down if it really gets that. But then again, uh, if they haven't made the money or they haven't saved the money, and now they when you need to rap instead of like you wanting to rap and then the bonus is the money that comes with it. If you're, if you're 50, 45, and you need that next $100, $50 for the show... That's not going to be, a, you know what I'm saying? That passion is yeah. not going to be there. Then when you were a 20-year-old dude doing it for the props, and then you get the money. Yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. Right? Yeah. It's like college football and professional football. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and if an old football player hasn't saved enough money, he's going to need a play. He's going to need a play. So he's not going to give you the touchdowns. He's not going to give you the interceptions. He just needs to show up. He's going to show up. Yeah, suit up. Right, suit yeah, up, and that's, that's it. That's he's he's yeah. going to mail it in as much as possible. You're not going to get those those plays. Do you, you have a, consist- a constituency plan? Uh, no, this like, is it. If this doesn't work, if this nah. didn't work, nah, no, <laughs> I don't. The reason why is is um, I figure it like this. Um, 
I've had, you know, a lot of people around me, a lot of death, and people pass away, and I figure, like, you know what? None of them left me with shit, and the family I got now, they don't own businesses and things like that, so there's there's no safety net at all for me. Mm. So I figure, okay, well, yeah, I, I could sit here and slave away in a warehouse to do this or do that. Like, yeah, I could do that. No disrespect to anybody that's doing it. But I figure this life isn't mine anyway, mm -hmm. to be honest with you, because I should have died a long time ago. Hmm. Like, there's, You're on borrowed I, time. So what do you think you're here for? I, I think I'm here to do what I'm doing. Like, I might, you know, hopefully motivate other people to do something that has nothing to do with music. Like, that's... There's people out there that that comment and they message me and they say, yo, like, they tell me what they do. Like, look, a girl, she does graffiti. And uh, she sent me a picture of her, of her, the shit she did, her piece. And she's like, yo, this is what I was listening to when I did it. So if the music that I make can inspire you to find that place in yourself to come up with something beautiful like that, that's going to be there for years to come. And a kid's going to walk by and see those colors and see that art. And then he's going to get inspired to do something and so on and so forth. That's what, that's what I want to do. So that's so, your mission. Your mission is to inspire. I, I, I guess because like being in juvenile hall and things like that, like uh dandy trail mm -hmm. machete, fucking dust till dawn, all that shit. <laughs> Uh, he came to talk to us one time and he, he was just breaking down his story <clears throat> and he was saying like, look, you know, a lot of the good that's, that's happened to me um, was because I try to help people. He said it wasn't because I didn't do the favors and I didn't help people because I wanted the results. I didn't know what they were going to be. I did it because it came from a genuine place. It came from a genuine place because I went through all this bullshit as a kid. So that's pretty much where I'm at now is like, look, I went through all that. Yes. And I can keep fucking talking about it and keep writing about it. But I, I want to be an example. Uh, label us underground, we'll whack shit above us. Cause the people in charge will never love us. Agents and undercovers, there's no one to trust here. Message from my brothers, I got something you must hear. Call us underground, we'll whack shit above us. Cause the people we rep will never love us. Spies and undercovers, there's no one to trust here. Message from my sisters, I got something you now must hear. Now this is for the kid in the factory where labor is cheap. Sacrificed everything and even gave up a sleep. So she could sew a meat a quota by the end of the week. And save enough money so a mother can eat. She don't dream about the future, she ain't in the mood. Only thing that's on her mind is some clean clothes and food. But you were that dude, fresh J's on your feet, mad colors and shades for different days of the week. Got babies to raise, you're blazing weed in the street like a song on the radio, stays on repeat. Hey, trap rapper, what you shouting is old. Got cops killing kids with people out in the cold. Hey, trap rapper, what you shouting is old. Got cops killing kids with people out in the cold. Hey, label us under grabber, whack shit above us. Cause the people in charge will never love us Agents and undercovers, there's no one to trust here Message from my brothers, I got something you must hear Two sides to every coin, join a hood or join the army Either way they're both armed, so I wonder which will harm me When the presidential speech is calling out for martial law Residential streets spark a riot and it starts it all Either way I'm staying sharp and marching tall Spit it raw, I always take it back to this Are you a phony crook or just a Facebook activist? Got the look, but your heart is a mismatch Calling out for backup like police on a dispatch I'm dis Disappointed, they folded, double jointed. I hold the mic anointed to speak and shed light. Stand ground and fight for every word that I write. Come on. Uh, label us underground, we'll whack shit above us. Cause the people in charge will never love us. Agents and undercovers, there's no one to trust here. Message for my brothers, I got something you must hear. Hey, trap rapper, what you shouting is old. Got cops killing kids and people out in the cold. Hey, trap rapper, what you 
are shouting is old Got cops killing kids and people out in the cold This is for the kid with a 40 and he's swinging it down Needs a soundtrack to life with a signature sound Bumping officer down, fuck the pigs in the town Knows where the real shit's found, that's why he digs underground uh, Catching spots, can't forget where you came from Graffiti in my bloodstream, I swear I got my name from Pause one, my spray paint persona My game face is honor, the same place in drama The homies used to bomb up on the side of the trains Landmarks are legendary, so the status remains happens is uh, if you don't learn from them though right? oh you keep going through it over and over you if you don't learn your history you're going to repeat it and that means uh, personally if you don't like re- like he at one point you and him and everyone that's gone through bad things and been locked up whatever said you know what fuck enough yeah you get like tired enough but some people don't do that that's why you see 34 year old get gang bangers yeah, see it's like dude Bro, serious shit, man. I, I, I drive down the street and there's a sit, there's this dude sitting on a stool every morning. And I'm thinking to myself, like, yo, dude, it's like Tuesday. Why are you not at yeah. least uh, like cleaning your yard? Something. Yeah. But there's that mentality. It's the repetition. And it's, they get lost in other stuff, you know? Uh, but if you don't learn from it, then those experiences will never come because you're just doing the same ones. You're repeating the same ones over and hmm, over again. But um, I feel like 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 people like us help drive people like them who were us exactly out of that That's despair. That, that like shit. I've I've seen dudes that like fuck forty something years old. All they know is prison. They don't even like the terminology that we use. Yeah. Like the Shawshank Redemption. They they just <laughs> they don't know. So like I remember this dude, he asked me, he showed me somehow we got a newspaper, right? And he got an ad for Target or some shit. And it had a picture of an iPod. And this dude, serious as fuck. I don't know how much dirt he's done. I'm sure he's taken mad lives, done whatever he's done. He's serious as a heart attack. He's he's like he waited till everybody left. He goes, Hey, how do you put music on this? How do you get the music in there? And I was just like, oh, fuck. Like, <laughs> Damn. Fuck. I got to yeah. reverse engineer the iPod to this 45-year-old gang member yeah. who's never going to see an iPod. He was a lifer. And you're like, oh, you use a computer. He goes, those big How old, do you use a computer? Those big so old then there's that green, question. How do the, you use a computer? The things, the big old green screen things, yeah, dude. Like, what are you yeah. talking Have about? Have you ever thought about performing for inmates? Uh, I did perform for inmates when I was an inmate. but <laughs> No, but now that you're out. Oh, no, no, go back. Uh, yeah, that's... <laughs> I, yeah, I'd want, I'd want to go back to the halls and LP and that'd be cool, you know, to go back there. But going back to what I was saying as far as like just inspiring people, like I mm-hmm. borrow time. Like I'm, 
I tell I tell my girl, I tell people all the time, like, yo, the people close to me, there ain't many, but I tell them, like, look, I, I ain't supposed to fucking be here. I'm not. So I'm going to give it all I got until I'm gone. And that's really the only way to to be, you know, in, in my opinion. Yeah. There's other people, and, and I had a best friend of mine, he died too, but... He didn't. wasn't in the gangs or none of this shit. He he had a heart condition we didn't know about. Best friend, one of the first dudes to ever believe in me. He um, father, mother, sisters, home. He had a car as soon as he was able to drive. Like those type of things. It was the polar opposite of what I had. But he was my best fucking friend because he saw what I didn't have, and and he saw what he the the he appreciated what he had more because he saw into my life, and. Um, that experience opened my eyes and I'm sure opened his as well. But having somebody like that who had things believe in me encouraged me even more. Like, yeah. you know what? Maybe I am good. Mm-hmm. So Someone that you in your eyes was better off than you saying, oh, dude, you're going to be good. I yeah. believe in you. He I had have no faith reason in you. to fucking say that, mm-hmm. you know? But yeah, that's that's. Well, what about much. now? What about now? Where are we getting our inspiration from? Are we still having to dig deep down into the Always. Pieces? Always. Is that just your source material? I mean, think about it. Some of the best songs ever written, you know, whether it be R&B, rock, hip-hop, whatever, it comes from that. That Everybody has this this, this well, and, and, the yeah. water, and the water that's in there, sometimes it is dark, and it is murky, and it is yes. cloudy, but sometimes it's crystal clear, and it's, you know, revitalizing it, but it's in you. And yeah. you, you know got to I mean? draw it out either way. You got to draw, and it's painful sometimes. Sometimes you got to go all the way to the fucking bottom because the well might be empty. But you got to scrape the bottom for that little bit left. But and those at times end up becoming the, the most, you know, the best songs, the, the most appreciated and things like that. So but people, you know, some people don't know how to do that. And, and they just it's all surface. It's all a gimmick. It's all the show and the dance and the numbers and things like that. But that that's like a, a KFC commercial. Next year, there's going to be a different one mm. and then a different one. And, and it's just like it, there's nothing really going to stand out. Mm-hmm. So. Inspiration for me comes from all this shit. Even now, like you know what, talking about this, it reminds me of this. So I want to write about that. What kind of relationship are you maintaining, or do you maintain with your fans? And the reason I ask that is because, uh, like, one of the first interactions you and me had, we didn't know each other. I downloaded something. I don't know if you remember this, and you automatically sent me a message and it said, "Hey, yo, appreciate the download." Oh yeah, and it's funny because, like, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, the, the shit!" Like. You thought it was dude, automated. Yeah, I thought, thought it was automated. Like yeah. I, I swear I was like, oh, okay, that's that's cool. They I'm like, how's he get that set up? That's dope. That's just like yeah. Yeah, automated. Service and and, it, and it, I'm like, yeah, no problem. But then the amp, the the response was human. I was like, oh yeah, no problem. You're like, oh, you know, I appreciate it. I'm like, oh shit, like he's this is yeah, real. This is another human being on yeah. I, like it always reminds me of uh you ever seen uh, V for Vendetta? Yeah. And they put homegirl in a cell. And the only thing she has are those little notes. Yeah, right? yeah. She reads them every day. And, yeah. and like, she don't know what the person on the other side looks like. She has to imagine it. And then she come to find out it was dude, he was locked up, and mm-hmm. the girl passed him the notes. Mm-hmm. So I like to treat it that way. Every time I write and things like that, I don't know who's going to hear it. Yeah. But I want them to know that there is a human being on the other side yeah. that wrote it. And it's coming from the same place. You're in that cell. I, I was in that cell. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? And it, it, you know, I hate to keep going back to the jail thing because that's been a constant theme or whatever, but it does change your, your way of thinking. Yeah. But, no, but you're absolutely right. Everybody's fighting their own demons. Everybody's yeah. in their own kind of prisons. Yeah. You lock yourself, you lock yourself inside yourself sometimes. Mm-hmm. That, that is the prison. Sometimes right? that's the safest place to be. Yeah. Sometimes that's the worst place to be. Exactly. Is inside yourself. But we all, like he's just saying, we're all been slaves to something or been locked into something. I didn't even answer the question. My bad. No, no. You but said the it, interaction. You answered it pretty well. I, think. I just, I like talking to people. I mean, like if, if they appreciate what I do, I like, who would I be rhyming for? Like if I'm on stage and there's these three people, I'm still going to rap like it's 300 or 3000. Right. And if out of those three, two of them are like, yo, this shit was dope. And then one of them is like, yo man, that reminds me of this. Like, how do, like, how do I follow? Like what, what's your Instagram? And- so the reason I bring that up, and you know me, I'm not trying to be disrespectful or, or put you on the hot seat or nothing. I don't give a fuck. But, but I need to know because my mentality when I heard this, I was like, well, wouldn't you want to show them that they're wrong or teach them like, yo, no, no, there's a reason why you should is you told me you don't do shows in LA anymore. No, nah, I'm good. And Orange County. So, but that's where you're from. That's like, da, da, da. Most artists would think that. Like me, I dude, I think that very heavily. Is it because I, there's no love? There's no love. Whoa, 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 whoa. Why would I go home and every time I go home, Pops is beating on my mom, uh, my little sister's getting high over here, fucking windows are broken, there's no heat, there's nothing to eat, there's no love here. Yeah. Why am I going to, and I'm going to keep it, and I'm going to try to hold the family up on my shoulders? Fuck no. Because mm-hmm. now they're going to turn all their hate and all their pain towards me, and that's what happened out here. Mm-hmm. I did the whole, I mean, fucking... Anywhere you could think of out here, I probably performed. And I'm not saying that in an egotistical way, but I did the, the groundwork. And the one consistent thing that I did see was there's a lot of fucking hate and there's a lot of egos. We said mm. it earlier. You're from Orange County. I'm from L.A. County. You know there's a thing called the IE in that direction. What? And then you know there's this thing called the 805 in that direction. And so on and so forth. So I'm like, you know what? You want me to represent my city in my city, but you won't come to a show that's in our city. Mm-hmm. So I'm good. So I'll go to Atlanta and I'll represent LA in Atlanta. I'll go to the Czech Republic. I'll go to fucking Minnesota. Do you think it'll eventually come full circle where it'll be like, Paul's has done it everywhere else no. and your town will eventually show you that love? I don't think so. You don't I mean, think you ever proved them wrong kind of thing? No. Because my mind telling you when you said that was like, man, if I was paused, I would be fucking like, fuck you guys, watch. I'm like, I'm like, kill. And, and I guess that's the movie version of me. But that's, like, that would be like, yeah. oh, but that's not your ideally, mission. right? It, but no, see, but to prove something to yourself. Okay. I think in a movie, in an ideal world, you would show them wrong and you would be the dude and eventually they will all learn to love you. But that, that must not that's, be That's real. the movie. Yeah. yeah. You, you, yeah. That's not real life. <laughs> And cut. But <laughs> the the things like like with Joey. Yeah. Joey's dope. Mm-hmm. What he does, he's doing his thing. But he's he's rapping for fans. He figured that out. For me, the type of hip hop that I make, you know, it's it's different. You know what I mean? Like he he's done it. He's dropped shit. We've done records together. But he's rapping for an audience. These people are fans. They they have no real aspirations of becoming the next you know, Yellow Wolf, the next so-and-so. They don't, they don't give a shit. They're just a fan. Like, that song makes me feel like this. Mm-hmm. So he tapped into an audience. Me, 
I did the opposite. I went to try to prove to other rappers and other producers and DJs that I was dope. And they don't give a fuck. So why am I going to keep rapping for those same people that don't give a fuck? Like if I go to, here's an example. I go to a show, 116 people in the building, right? If 73 of them rap, produce, or DJ, and so and the rest of them have aspirations to become that eventually, who am I really rapping for? Those the 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 demographics really small. And then when you think about it, the people that are there to see those people other performers rap are there to see the other performers rap and leave. So I'm not gonna gain any new fans like this. I've I've seen dudes go outside chill in the patio all the way till 10 15 when their boy raps they're in the front fucking row yep. they're losing their mind there's girls yep. screaming clapping yep. Yep. come 10 30 gone ghost like somebody took a shit in the middle of the fucking dance floor <laughs> everybody's gone yeah. cleared out the room right yep. so you're like okay well then who am i rapping for the waitress the bartender the dj like am i proving to you guys that i'm good mm-hmm. so i just figured you know what i'd rather go where fans are mm-hmm. Same thing, you know, Joe. So do, do you think it's, would you feel the same way if it was in LA and would you have the same issue? If it, if it was Wichita, Wisconsin, do you think you would still have to deal with that shit? Yeah, or is I've, it because I've, it's LA no. that everyone wants to, dude, if you're in Los Angeles, everyone wants to be something or do something. People move here to, to become, become something. Yeah. Do you think that it's an LA thing? No, because I've been to other states and other countries where, like, there are dudes who want to be artists. Yeah. And, you know, it, that's kind of, you know, who you're rapping for at times, whatever. I've done shows in, let's say, Kansas City where there's 17 people there. And I've done shows in other places where there's 1,700 or whatever. So I think what it is is, number one, it's the style of hip-hop that I make. Mm. I don't, I've never done a, a, a trap song per se. You know, I've never done a hyphy song when hyphy was in. I, whatever trend, drum and bass. I don't have a drum and bass record. I never did. I never tried to work my way into that because people were cashing in on it. I just did my thing. And I try to be true to myself because I want other people to be true to themselves. So what example would I really be if I was just a new dance comes along and then there's a video of me doing it? I think that'd be corny as fuck. Yeah. yeah. So the reason why... To, You're not whipping it in any shit. I ain't doing none of that shit. Fuck I would it. love to see Paul's whipping <laughs> in it. But you do it at home though. And that's a and that's entertainment. Yeah. See, that's the thing too. I don't fucking wish death upon those dudes. Like I think it's corny. But there's people out there that it that's safe to them. They, yeah. they 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 go in a club, they get drunk on Friday, and they dance to the shit. And that's great. It's entertainment. That's what it's meant for. Mm-hmm. But the type of music I make and the approach that I took that limited my audience. Right. So that's my fault. But then that kind of gives you the type of audience that will fuck with you continuously, right? I mean, yeah. When when you got like, fuck. Like dedicated audience. People in the hospital Dude, sending I, I am, you. I like, love cannabis. I'm a cannabis fan because cannabis um, reminds me of an era in my life when I listened, when I initially listened to him. And then he's delivered some amazing pieces of work. So that the kind of artist that cannabis is will attract the type of of listeners that will be devoted to a cannabis type. But let's be honest. See what I'm saying? 75% of cannabis fans are rappers. We listen to cannabis because he's a master craftsman in that aspect. He's yeah. he's 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 the the man, you know? yeah, Like yeah. he's one of the best lyricists, you know, ever. Yeah. So that's why we listen to him. Only True. we understand it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
It's like no, anime. Oh, for I example. know. Trust me, because I'll play it in my car. And my wife's like, yeah. it, why is he reading a fucking dictionary yeah, to that's, me? Like, yeah, that's, and that's, I'm like, babe, this shit is amazing. Are you kidding me? That's Listen to this. Out. Listen to th- I'm nerding the fuck out. Yeah. But but because cannab- a cannabis type will bring cannabis type fans, right? And that's me. And I'm devoted to my cannabis. Like, I'll check for his albums. I'll download his shit. I'll even contact him. And I'll be like, yo, this is dope. This is tight. Um, I still nerd out very much. That's that's you should though. If yeah. you're still a fan and it's still in you, and you're still a fan of what you do, mm-hmm. it, you should nerd out. But I think going back to what you were saying about Southern California, I, there are people out here that that yo. When are you performing here? I, I might host something and people will come just to see me host, mm-hmm. and that's mad love. And those are the people I take care of. Yeah, you know what I mean. I you know as much as I can. But if I'm gonna perform in this area, I'd rather perform here. I'd rather fit everybody that really, really fucks with me in this one room, mm-hmm. rock, have some food, mm-hmm. and talk, be able to talk to everybody in here. Yeah. I would rather do that than to sell tickets, open up at the observatory, and hope somebody likes my set. Yeah. You know what I mean? I would rather do that. Do you think that that's kind of what is being sold to the coming up artists? Like, yo, look, you got to do it for the exposure because someone might, you never know who's listening. You no, never know. Don't get me wrong. I've made <laughs> fans like that. Yeah. I have. You, you, that's how you initially make your fan. No one knows you. Yeah. No one knows who the fuck cares performing in a first time ever. I'll give you an example. <laughs> I'll give you an example though. Okay. Let's use that venue as an example. Yeah. Okay. So nobody really knows who I am. I got to sell tickets. I got to pay dues. Okay, cool. I do that. I rock. May, on the way to the restroom or on the way to the bar, people I never met give me props. Yeah. Out of those 10 people, three people end up following me. Out of those three people, one person buys my next album. So it's a numbers game, right? But if I keep doing that shit week after week after week, like those numbers are so small. And I'm paying this fucking promoter all his bread to rap in front of this audience. But a lot of them, if you look at them, they're just zombified. They're just kind of like, fuck, when is so-and-so coming out? You know what I mean? They don't give a fuck. So the rate to me, the ratio is off. The math is off. So that's why I don't like doing that. I did it and I appreciate the people that put me in that light and the people that did show love and still follow me. But eventually, when am I going to be that guy? Mm. I want to be that guy. I'll give you a perfect example. Why do you think in that venue, they don't turn the bottom fucking monitors on until the headliner goes on? Mm. There's a reason for that. Because they got to handicap all the openers. Mm-hmm. You can't sound as good as so-and-so. It's fucked up. You can't. <laughs> because eventually you're going to think you're so-and-so and you're going to ask me for so-and-so money. Yeah. We need to keep you in your place and we need to keep you selling these 40 fucking tickets, yeah. 25 bucks a pop, so you hit your quota and I can pay so-and-so. Mm-hmm. I'm not stupid. Mm-hmm. I'm not I figured this shit out I'm good yo yeah. that's why I'd rather do a show here have fucking 80 people and all of them buy an album all of them buy a shirt I could talk to every single human being in this fucking room because they're people to me I didn't have to sell no fucking tickets to do no fucking dance you know what I mean it, so how does it come when it comes to the business side and I, now, we, now we're, we're we're reaching over into that we're bridging over Paul's is independent artists Right, and then whatever the fuck that means to you, because that that independent means everything to something different to everyone. But at, in the terms of like signed a label backing you, and if not, why not? I, I'm signed to a label right now. Okay. Um, 
They're actually See, in Europe. You, you you give me that vibe of like the dude that didn't wouldn't want a sign to a label because you know better. No, you, you'd be like, yo, Carson, listen to me, man. That doesn't mean I, I can tell you this. I had him redraft the contract like five times. See, okay, so so you're a pain in, the, in that label's ass. Was like this kid knows. Yeah, don't no no no. But they eventually fuck believe in you enough that they said, all right, redraft the third, the fourth, and then exactly. the fifth. Yeah, exactly. Okay, but yeah, being independent, like you you gotta have a team. You know what I'm saying, and and people that believe in you that are willing to go out and champion what you do. Like, yo, my boy's dope. Like, check him out. Here's an album, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, or or share this shit or tag people or whatever. You got to have that. So being independent is great for me because there's no way I'm going to ever be on a major label. Not because I don't want to and I'm cool and I'm super underground, but it's not lucrative enough for a Capitol Records to sign me. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make sense. When they could sign a 16-year-old kid who'll do whatever the fuck they say, dress however they want, look however they want, sound however they want. So by age 20, when his career is fucking over, they, they just the, move on to the they've next. They've made 20 mil and that's enough for yes. them to get their money back from yes. that investment. Yes. And the way they look at it, I don't know if you've seen the James Brown movie. Yeah. He says, Negroes don't buy records. They don't have the means to buy records. Mm-hmm. He ends up proving them wrong. But yeah. the point is, is the business, the money dude didn't believe in him. Mm-hmm. It's like, nah, your, your fan base has no money. Yeah. We're not going to let you do that. So labels don't want to gamble because the internet leveled the playing field. So I guess what I'm asking is why would you gamble with the label? I'm not gambling because they're independent like me. Mm-hmm. They just... They they do something different than I do. They do distribution. They do graphic design. They do things like that. You know what I mean? They got the peanut butter and jelly. Mm-hmm. I got the bread. Mm-hmm. So we help each other out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's why. I like Nutella. That's just bomb, right? Fuck with Nutella. Yo, in Europe, they got candies like that. They got Nutella candies? Nutella at every fucking store. Let me tell you something I saw the other day that my wife got grossed out, but I was kind of with Nutella slices. Like they would have. Cr- slice of it? Like they have craft cheese. They have slices uh. of it you unwrap <laughs> and you put it in, and I go, oh my God. Yeah, that's Gang changer. That's some fat boy shit. <laughs> and yes, she goes, she goes, babe, do you know what kind of shit they got to put in there to make it into a slice? Yeah, so it survives. And I'm like, oh, fuck. But yeah, the business the business side is is very funny. Um, depending, again, depending on what you want. Yeah. If you want to be famous, do something that'll make you go viral. Yeah. And you're famous. Now you're internet famous. And then from there, you end up getting, you know, a deal with YouTube where now yeah. you create content for them. Yeah. Or, I mean, there's, there's all these different ways. Be, being famous, if that's what you want, cool. Yeah. Make it happen. But for me, it's not necessarily fame. Like, and it, it's not money because I don't make the type of hip hop that generates millions of dollars. You know right. what I'm saying? So I got to, I'm just, there's a core. There's a core audience and it's anywhere but here. Yeah. Yeah, that's your slogan. Anywhere but Besides here. Besides everyone who raps now. Yeah. Well, like your mission has always been since the beginning, since when you were a kid, since when you were tagging to gain respect. Why would you look for respect in somewhere where nobody gets respect? That doesn't make any yeah, sense. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it's funny that you say it's that. It's wasting your time. I, I always use this analogy. L.A., to me, is like this hot girl that you go to school with. And, and every day, like, you just, you know what I mean? She's yeah. got the tattoos. She's, 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 what, she's a one little comes tough. To mind. One comes to mind. She's a little tough. But she's still soft enough where she'll show you love, tough love, you know what I mean? But she, but she still, she'll still carry a pistol in her purse. Like, L.A.'s beautiful like that. Mm-hmm. L.A. has, like, a little bit of everything. Mm-hmm. But she's cold-hearted. She's damaged good. She don't give a fuck about you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? She really don't. And all these dudes will do anything to win her over, 
including wasting their entire fucking life. Mm. And I would rather not do that. You know what I mean? I'll give you an example. Another one. Uh, Paul Pierce. Mm-hmm. I think he went to Inglewood High, right? He played against <laughs> he played against the Lakers, yeah. his fucking home team, yeah. on their fucking worst rivals team, the Celtics. Yep. So you're telling me that the Celtics, somebody way the fuck over there, is going to draft me when I live five minutes from the forum. Yeah. So you're saying that the Lakers don't see the potential I got. Mm-hmm. So now I got to play against the Lakers. Like, I, that, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, but it's all good because he still did his thing. Right. And that's just an example. Right. I can get drafted by Boston and play against LA. Right. But I'm still going to go as hard as I got. So how do you combat that? Just not being here. Just don't be here. I mean, just anywhere here, anywhere else, but here, but why, but, my my question is, and nobody can really answer, is why be here? Yeah. Every answer they come up with is is kind of the same. Yeah. Like, don't you want them to love you? Yeah. Of course. Who doesn't? Yeah. But that doesn't mean they will. Mm. I want them to. I want a million fucking dollars. Yeah. You know what I mean? I want a bigger penis. You know what I mean? I, I want a fucking... <laughs> yeah. But, but it, it don't mean it's just going to happen because I want it to. So right. people can't give me a real good There's answer. pills and shit. There's pills for that? There's pills Word. for that. Trust well, me. <laughs> Send me a link. Send me a link. (laughs) You know what? Um, Recently, I was teaching in Artesia, and uh, the person I was subbing for was an English class. Um, She put up a quote by uh, Eleanor Rose. uh, No, no, no. By Franklin Delano Roosevelt. And it was like, it isn't sufficient to want. You got to really ask yourself what you're willing to do to get the things that you want. And if it's worth it to jump through those hoops and be a little poodle and do a dance, like, like, like in the face of like wanting to be famous versus wanting to get respect, like how much are you willing to compromise as far as your self-respect and your, and your self-love and your integrity in order to get what you want? And I feel like you've come to a place in your life where, where you've come to terms with the fact that you got yourself a cult following and that, the most important thing for you is to be respected and to be loved wherever you go. And you're not going to fucking waste your time on the fucking stuck up bitch we call L.A. Exactly. So and it doesn't mean I don't love her. That's the thing, too. Like, I, I love this city. I, I wouldn't represent it the way I do all over the world if I didn't. Of course, I love it. The thing is, is it's all the years of programming. Like, you got to be famous. Or, well, so-and-so's got more hits than you or whatever. OK, well, if that's how you dictate how good music is then I don't need to fuck with you. I don't, I don't, you know what I mean? I'm not going to sit here and try to win you over. It did, it, it, it has been even to this day. Cause the, the, the little, the little B-boy in me still wants to very much fight for everything. Hip hop is this, hip hop has to be that, hip hop has to be this. And it, it's barely now kind of, I'm starting to realize that like, you're not going to change their minds. First of all, no, it's second years of all, and years of programming. And, and see, yeah. And second of all, they're the kind of people you wouldn't want to change their minds anyways. You wouldn't want them on this because side on your next if album, that's what they were going to be on, on your next single, your next video. Oh, he's whack now. Yeah. Or they found somebody else to dick ride. Yep. So those, I mean, those aren't really the fans I want. But those are the ones that piss you off the most. So those are the ones you're yelling at the most. You know, well, at least to I me mean, personally, I don't even like, think they have any power over you. If you not if you don't let them, but the yeah. money. See, here's going back to the business. Okay, now look. For example, if I put out a single, ninety nine cents, right? And I do some trap shit, or I find a producer who's hot right now, or whatever. And um, DJ, I fucking cash in, yeah. right? I fucking cash in, and a majority of those people that bought that single for a dollar 
By the time I do something else, they're going to move on, right? But I got their money. So now I could do whatever I want. I could go do some artsy, hip-hop, conceptual, whatever I want to do, right? I use the system against the system. But you kind of alienate your core audience when you do that. If you have a core so audience. You so it's a balance the game. people yes. that you it's want the respect game. from. Yeah. So, it, I mean, that that's the thing is like the, the money, the respect. Like the, there's, there's all this, there's this fight going on in everybody. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? But I just, it's a, I always take it back to the human thing. Like I, I when people show me love, sometimes, sometimes I'll sit there and I'll be like, fuck, like why, why do they like that? I'll give you an example. Uh, I got, I got asked to do a benefit show to raise money for a family. This, this kid died. He was doing graph on the freeway, ran across the freeway, got hit by a car. Mm. Cops were coming. So it, it automatically, I was like, okay, fuck. I know how that feels. Cause I ran across the five freeway. So I was like, okay, this, this strikes a chord. I'm down. Do I, I commit, do the show. I didn't fucking know until I was at the show that the dude was a fan of mine. So his brother gets on the mic after the show's over and he's like, yo, blah, blah, blah. I want to thank all these people. Uh, I want to thank so-and-so because my brother was a fan of your shit. And uh, I took him to buy your album at this store and he stole all his music, but he bought yours. Yeah. And uh, shit, I felt like I won a fucking Grammy, yo. Mm -hmm. Fuck a Grammy. That shit meant a lot more. And I was like, I was here because of the human thing. Like, yo, if I... If, Five people pay to see me. That's money towards the casket. That's money towards the service, whatever. I didn't know he was a fan. And then to find out later, I was like, oh, fuck. That shit is full fucking circle for me. So that's, I always try to keep it there. I, I don't want it to inflate and become like, oh, oh, so-and-so, so-and-so liked my mm. post and then screenshot it and this and that. Like, or take a picture with somebody more famous than me, hoping to fucking stardust fucking rubs off on me and I become a little more famous. I don't give a fuck about that. Like... I want to reach real people that are in real places like the dude on the porch. Who knows, yo? His mom might be in there bedridden. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Fucking dying of cancer. And yeah. He has no money to go to the fucking pharmacy and buy her meds. So he's sitting on the porch like, fuck. If she's going to die, I might as well drink myself to death too. Yeah. So. It's it's tough not to. So, but, the, but I'm viewing it not as an MC, not as a. I'm viewing it as a, like a, a male adult who's going to work. Oh saying? no, I got you. Yeah, yeah. I so, didn't. I didn't take it like that. No, no, no. But I'm just like, like you're, you're, you're saying, get up and go get it. Go do something. Go get the money for to yourself. get the medicine. No, I feel you. And, and, 100%. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah. and so to me, it's important. And also, like, uh, and, and I say a lot, a lot about it a lot because I never understood it. It never attracted me in any way. Game banging to me seemed foreign, and it seemed counterintuitive because, like, I'd rather chill, kick it with you, relax. And meet you, shake your hand, and freestyle, blow, smoke a blunt, whatever. Then, like, automatically hate you because you got the wrong shoes on. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like to me, that mentality didn't understand. Especially if you're on my block, dude. We're going through the same shit. And maybe your mom just happened to buy you blue shoes, and yeah, my mom happened to buy me red ones. One. She couldn't get. And now we're beefy. And it's like, yo, yeah. like, dude, no, really? I, I get where you're coming from. Over a street I don't own, a color that I don't have any in, any stock in. Especially like, if you're leaving the house and you're going to work or you're going to get money, you're yeah. going to provide for your family. Yeah. And then you see this guy who's doing nothing every that, day. That kind of upsets me a little bit. Because then you're like, yo, like, you, you almost want to reach out. Like, yo, bro. You know. Dude, Paul, you ever had people your age ask you for money? Like, pedal handling? Of course. And they're like, they're, they're not limping. Yo. They're not like... One of my favorites. Stroked half. They're my, just like my, a dude coming to hey, My son money? asked me, he's like, Dad, why is that guy got a crutch? Yeah. If he doesn't use it. <laughs> there was this drunk dude in front of 7-Eleven. He's always there. Yeah. And uh, when people aren't looking or he thinks they aren't looking, he starts dragging his crutch. 
and his limp goes away. Oh. But my son caught it. Yeah. I, I let him, you know, yeah. take that in. And he's like, yo, why does he do that? I said, well, didn't he ask you for a quarter when we walked out the door? That's why he does he it. He asked your kid for a quarter. Yeah. Don't shame, bro. Yeah, so, but. Yeah, I, I got a better one for you. I got a better one for you. We had gone to interview Sage Francis at his hotel in LA, like smack Hollywood, LA. Not yeah. even like regular, like the, uh, the you improv. Could smell the urine. Dude, no, 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 LA. no. So, so yeah, LA, LA. And then like we went to this, uh, Saddleback, Saddleback Ranch. And there was like interns, like you could see them with like carrying coffee, like Hollywood, the, 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 the studios were down, like Burbank was like right there, like that, that deep LA, right? Where everyone's an intern, everyone's an assistant, everyone's something. And we're outside of Saddleback Ranch and Saddleback has an area that just faces the street. And, uh, there's people walking up and down and they give you free muffins, free biscuits when you go to Saddle Ranch and you just eat them fucking delicious, you know, I'm grubbing on them. And this homeless guy comes up to us and he's like, yo, Yo, man, you help me out with something? Should have gave him a muffin. I go, dude, I don't have any cash. I only have my debit. But look, take these muffins. The girl's going to bring out new muffins. <laughs> Come back, get those muffins, and then you're good. And I give, I offer him the muffins, and he looks at me, and he goes, you could do better than that. Oh, wow. He told you that? <laughs> he walks away mad at me. Yeah. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> true story. Yeah. True mentality of people. Get your ass up. Go get it. You don't deserve my money for sure. I work for this. That I work for. I don't mind helping you if if I see like you have one. If you don't have any legs, I'm with you, bro. Here's a ten. Yeah. Like please, like do me a favor and take. But if you're a grown ass adult, grown ass man, you're my age. You're walking full body able. Go sweep a liquor store. Go yeah. collect cans. Do something. I'm sorry your life didn't turn out as well. I can't do nothing. I hope these five bucks you do well. Do come. You know what I mean? Like. But that's that's how that's what inspires me. I, I want yeah. the music to be that the the one day where like like yo, I feel you like you know you got to do this. Or, you know you're stuck. You feel stranded. Whatever. But then the next song is like yo, get the fuck off your ass. Yeah. Go try to do something. You know what I mean. And then the next song is like, look, you're relating, and then you're giving an example, and then you're kind of uh, mentoring at the same time, saying yo, I know exactly where you've been. That kind of stuff. And that's why I love your shit, dude. I love Officer Down. Thank you. Dude, that track, I play that shit all the time. I love this, I love the sirens, I love the whole nine. And, and one of my favorite lines is uh uh don't name the fucking freeways after you. Yeah. Dude, yeah. where did that come Harass from? Pe- I've been asking you yeah. for that. Where and why? Harass people only doing what they have to do. That's how you get clapped. The freeways are named after you. Yeah. When I was a kid, when we used to drive on the freeway, I would see like off dedicated to deputy so-and-so, blah, yeah. blah, blah. And I'm like, I don't know who the fuck that is. Right, but but you know you're a kid, whatever. I don't know. He could have did something, you know, um, heroic and died like that or whatever. But I just noticed that, and then I I never noticed like a fucking a tribute to somebody who did something good that wasn't in law enforcement or whatever. They just dedicated. I just didn't understand that, right? And it's being a kid, and it always stuck with me. So that's why I said harassing people only doing what they have to do. That's how you get clapped, and freeways are named after you. Because a lot of times, what are, like the dude that got choked out, like what's he trying to do? He's out there like he might have been panhandling or whatever. Like you got to take his fucking life, and then there's there's more than one of you. Like there's just a lot of examples of them doing shit like that. You know what I mean? So yeah. and and it's usually the people that are just doing shit to get by. They didn't create their social conditions. They're kind of stuck. They might be trying to get out. 
and they get fucking pepper sprayed, the, beat up. The killed. cop mentality is uh, the minute I could stop you for selling cigarettes, solos, yeah. singles. You know, you sell them for like 25 cents or whatever. Yo, he, you, that's a crime. So if I'm a cop, I got to stop you if I see it. This truly happened. That's the guy that they said he couldn't breathe. That's what he was but doing. But see, he's, he's trying to make money though. Like, that, who fucking knows I, what he's trying to do? I, I argue this. But my, the teacher's giving this as an example of someone who didn't listen to what the officer was saying. And I told him, yes, but the guy was selling single cigarettes. And then when the cop came, he didn't even have any cigarettes left. So there was no proof that he was selling anything. See what I'm saying? It's a power thing. Yeah. So then the cop, he goes, yes, but the cop told him to stop or what, freeze or turn around or whatever. And the guy refused to do it. So he killed them. So they forced <laughs> so them die. to the floor. Like, see the escalation here. And so the debate the was, who was at fault? So, well, the cops could have easily been like, man, get the fuck out of here, yo. Get out of here. Yeah. And that would have been enough. And the guy would have. It might have scared him like, fuck, I'm not going to sell cigarettes at that spot no more. Or or what? Sell cigarettes. Like, yo, he's not slaying cracks or yeah. stabbing babies in front of you, bro. Yeah, like, he's slaying cigarettes. Like, yeah. And it's like a big dude. So obviously, I mean. Uh, he's not, you know, like he, <laughs> he wasn't sleeve tatted, shaved head. And he was yeah. like, a, just like a but dude. But he was just doing what he had to do. Yeah. And he, and he killed him as a but result. But a cop, if you don't listen to what I'm saying, you now it's escalating to this level. Yeah. Now it reached, because you're saying fuck you to me, I'm just a cop. That's to the badge, to the authority figure. Yeah. I just wanted to know why, because there was a lot, a lot of, you said a lot in that track. Uh, there's people that have been upstate that tell me like, yo, when you said this, because I, I rhyme about, the prison guards, mm-hmm. uh, they actually used to bet. They they like like a cockfight. They used to put two fucking rival gang members in the same fucking cell. It's a movie and shit. Bet on who would come out alive. Wow. And it and they would fuck. And these are high ranking yeah. fucking CDC guards. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? These officers. They and entertainment. Fuck it. I'm making. I'm I'm taxing the fucking government. I'm making like you know seventy dollars an hour, whatever the fuck it is. You know what? I'm gonna start a riot, so I make 140 an hour because I gotta suit up in riot gear. My life's in danger. It's hazardous. So let me go ahead and put some rival motherfuckers on the yard, and by natural fucking order, it's they're gonna fight. So let me suit up. Let's get this money for Christmas. You want those new jet skis, right? Let's fucking suit up. And people don't know that. A lot of people don't know that. But I had to speak for the dudes in there, and and the people out here. Yeah. You know what you should have done as 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 in, inmates? You should got it all together. You'd be like, yo, the next time they put us together, bro, let's just like hug it out. Sit down. And a, yeah. and a fuck with them, bro. Crisscross applesauce. Right? It'll never happen. And we'll just patty. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm just saying, like, you guys should have been like just turned it on them. Uh Ray Ray Bazoo is here. She's our co-host. You have something prepared, right? You have a segment for us that you wanted us. To mess, so she. I told you she out. She beat out like three or four of the chicks for yeah. this position. Yeah, you beat them up. So or you beat them. Well, out? what we did was <laughs> what we did was put them in a in a in a in a kiddie pool full of jello. Mud wrestle. Oh, jello. Yeah, oh, nice. it was edible afterwards. <laughs> and, <laughs> it was edible during, bro. And then we're and then we're just like going at it like blah blah blah. And, and rain. It was to the death. It was not funny. Four people died. Pause. So. As a result. <laughs> She was um, allergic to jello. Who knew? Uh, yeah, man. I had to. I had to hold my breath throughout the entire situation, man. Oh, you saying that Valley stinks? It's yeah, fucked it was, up. It was. Well, 
I'm glad one of us said it. Right? <laughs> I didn't want to say nothing. You but, know what, man? What? Nah, I, I prepared lie. some shit, but you lost in your iPhone. No, be quiet. Um, I prepared some shit, but like, I don't think it's too relevant. Oh, to you like, think it's appropriate? Just ask whatever. Like, I figure. Look, shout out to everybody that's listening and made it this far. Uh, it's pretty much an audio fucking book now. Yeah, you know, p- p- dude, you're not the only one. People are like, dude, this is an hour and a half interview, and I'm a dog. I have people tweet me they want it to be two. Why isn't this two? <laughs> and, and you, you're surprised. But look, like you say, you're cleaning your house out, washing your car. There's an hour right there. But they have to I get it. I mean, you can, yeah, I'm not shitting on it. I'm just saying, yeah. like, for the people that are listening consistently through yeah. the whole thing, like. Dude, we get you. thousands of downloads of shit no, every day. That just people, it. and and it's like you go to the gym, you are at work, you are, pop them in. It's like yeah, yeah, audio book. The best way to read, don't even read. Just put these fucking things. Yeah, in. this is the new generation. This is where we're All at. Right. Now, you know what I mean? Well, then I got something for you. Guys. All right, what you got? Something that's relevant to your mission. Something that's gonna resonate with what you're trying to do, which is keep respect and keep inspiring others. So, how many of you guys made a New Year's resolutions this year? I already broke. I one. did. Okay. I normally don't, but I did. You did? Yeah. All right. Well, before we start, tell me what some of your news, New Year's resolutions are. Only one I got is to write a verse every day. Mm. Like, write a 16th a day. Because a couple of days will go by where I won't, I won't write anything. I might write, like, two bars, a metaphor, a punchline that I like. But I haven't sat down and, like, you know, pumped out a verse every day. There's some times where I'll write, you know, three songs in a day. And then other times... I'll write three lines. So you so. want to you want to keep being in flow state, basically. Yeah. Not to break anything, but like again, cannabis fanatic. He says he writes two songs per day, and then he just stores them away, doesn't even look at them after That's he's done, dope. and then he comes back to find the right beat, that kind of shit. Yeah, dude, that, can you imagine the mentality that must take, dude? Like that's that, it's a lot That's of discipline. 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 Yep. It's a lot of discipline. Yeah. So um so before yeah before we begin let's think about resolutions and let's think about things that we take on or things that we need to give up. A lot of times when we make resolutions it's about giving up shit, right? Mm. So yeah. According to this article that was written um by Sarah Prout, she talks about how there are 15 things that you need to give up to be happy in this year 2016. You ready? Right. Number 1 Give up making resolutions. Hey, fuck that bitch. Why? (laughs) Wait, listen, listen. Why? Because they don't work. There have been countless studies that show that people can't stick to new diets and saving money because they don't create powerful enough habits. It's a habit, yeah. That will withstand the resistance they encounter. So what you do instead, like what you're doing, you set a powerful intention so I intend to write a verse every single day. That's just day. another Agreed. name for a resolution. <laughs> it's different. No, but but you yeah, know, but, but she, yo. she she's feeding you your own shit back to you. Yeah. What, what's happening is she goes, don't don't make resolutions, but make plans. Like, yeah. bitch, you just said it. Well, it's a goal. But, but you know what it is? It's a habit. <laughs> Truthfully, the, the the one the missing piece that people don't get is a habit. You it gotta takes, set it takes, a habit. What was it like? Thirty days. It takes thirty days, thirty consecutive unbroken mm-hmm. days to develop a habit, and then eventually it just, it just becomes natural. Yeah. But, but you have to start the habit somewhere. It's not right. Like, it's so not why like, not the um, first of the year? That's perfect timing to start a new habit. So yeah. you should you should make more resolutions. Maybe one of the motherfuckers will stick. Well. There's a big difference between a resolution and an intention. A resolution is I vow to do this, but it doesn't have any 
groundwork There's to no it. There's no driving force uh-huh. behind you. You need Nothing something that's you. that's motivating. Something like, all right, like what you said, I'm gonna do a verse every single day. For me, it's something as simple as I'm gonna drink tea twice yeah. a day. Maybe there should be a consequence if you don't do yeah, it. Yeah, but see that I like that. We're right. Like, you should attach it like, yo, if I don't stop jacking off. <laughs> I'm gonna start jacking it without lube. Like it boom, yeah, and yeah, it's really gonna mic? fuck with is it, is it, you. Dude, that clean? oh that oh gremlin was sick, by the way. Oh, and we made sure the one with the three stripes came to you, he said. Oh, so she <laughs> says to set powerful intentions instead and create a grand vision for your life and an actionable plan rather than a vague one. So the more detailed you are when you write down your resolutions oh, okay. and you make a plan for action and for habits the better off you will be. And then number two is to give up certain language patterns. So there's things that you should really just stop saying yeah, certain and words, writing. Limiting words. Oh, yes. Like, yeah. like Don't hate. Stop. I can't. I won't. You're wrong. I'm right. It's always everything. Always. It's impossible. It won't happen. Those are, those are, uh, those are Sith words. I'll get, That's I'll, the dark side. I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you a word that I heard the other day and the way he referenced it. I laughed out loud and I'm producing a show at our heart and you can hear me laughing because he goes, um, he goes, you're using should too much. You're shooting all over yourself. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. And I, and I oh, cracked him because I'm like, what the fuck? You're sh-? I thought he said, you're shooting all over yourself. Oh, yeah, that's you nice. should. You should say should. You should say <laughs> instead. or Because should yeah. indicates you didn't do something. Yeah. And like a, Should, it has too much doubt. It's too vague. Yeah. Everything needs to be kind of concrete in mm. language because words are like spells. You're constantly creating your world with your words, with your thoughts. Th- that's what they were saying. That's what they were talking about. It was like this mom calls it and she's constantly sick and and she goes oh and then she finished telling her the story and she goes you know how many times you said can't and no as you were speaking that's why your back hurts i'm like what the fuck are you it's talking totally about totally true she's saying negativity 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 yeah. now it's your body saying yo there's so much in yeah, here totally true i mean you've cut out certain words from your vocabulary correct uh probably not i need them that's my job. I rhyme words. That's true. So I can't. But there's certain words. So hate that, uh, all of, all the words you said. I mm-hmm. probably got a verse full of those. Yeah, but a verse is different because that's a form of communication. But when you're talking to yourself or you're setting intentions, no, nah, I for do yourself, all, I'm like, I fucking hate that fucking. He's thing. dropping. Really? He dro- I, no, I'll, I'll start. Talk to pause. He's dropping dro- n bombs and shit. Just like nah, all the I don't, time. Yeah, like, I don't. Oh, I don't yo, care. Man. Like. If, like yo, why the fuck did they do that? Anti-Semite shit. Yeah. I'm I'm really <laughs> I'm really and... careful with my words, That's yeah. good. especially when I talk to my kids, my students. Like they're like I just catch them in their habits, and I can just see the that their words and like their thoughts and how they write is a direct reflection of like their reality. So I I agree with this, you know, like and it says like pretty much anything that makes massive sweeping and limiting statements which prevent you from being open to all possibilities and mm. ways that things can manifest into your always life. So never just be careful, yeah, yeah, with with how you say things because yeah. that's what you're gonna create. Um, number three, give up responsibility for how others feel. So you can't control the way another person feels about you nah, or about yeah, something yeah. else. You have to kind of just let let go. Who is this girl? Her name is Sarah Prout. What does she do? She rap? <laughs> Fuck her. I think she's just a blogger. <laughs> no, <I'm> just <laughs> so it says <laughs> she got bars. Apparently Fuck that so. Bitch. 
She says, when you truly let go of this one, you will notice a newfound sense of freedom. A weight is lifted and a burden is no longer on your shoulders to take responsibility for things beyond your control. Happiness is the natural byproduct of letting go of codependent behavioral patterns like this one. So, I mean, we've all had those friends that they sort of kind of think that we need to make them happy. And those can be special friends or non-special friends. Mm -hmm. So, like, we kind of just need to, like, stop feeling like we have to make sure that they're always happy or they're it's always kind of okay. like, like a little kid. Like, a lot of them don't give a fuck how you feel. They're going to do what they want to do. And mm -hmm. if it makes you feel a certain way, they don't care. Yeah. Yep. Like, it's like I, being drunk without being drunk. I watch, I watch my kids, right? And they're selfish. They're, they're just selfish. And it's funny. You laugh, but... We were all selfish, and we're now we just grow up and we keep our selfishness in check. Some of us lose it completely; others fucking turn the dial up on it, right? But the kids, by definition, they're they want what they want, and if you don't give it to them, they're gonna throw a bitch fit until you give it to them. Yeah, that's selfishness. Mm -hmm. My head hurts. You're laying down from work. Your kids don't care. They don't. They Play don't with me. care. They don't give a fuck. They're climbing and they're jumping. They're selfish by nature, but selfishness is what's keeping them alive. Yep. Because if they weren't selfish, they're not going to get fed. Your baby's crying. Hey, hey, she doesn't care. You're tired. Yeah. That doesn't, you can explain to her, listen, my head hurts. I'm tired from work. Feed me. Feed me. Feed me. It's keeping them alive mentality. But that selfishness is the kind of selfishness that's rooted in self-love and survival. Like yeah. you cannot be selfless to the point that you're a martyr. And that's what this is talking about. Yeah. When you're so selfless, when you don't give enough of a fuck about yourself that you allow other people and to their feelings to you, control your life. Be. Well, I came to this conclusion and, and it sounds terrible, but tell me what you think. Uh, I'm the I'm the person in my life I care the least about. Does that make any sense? But that's because you're a father. Well, that's just because I'm me. No. Like, I don't really... I've never really put too much importance on myself, ever. Like, I've never really... How many siblings you got? I got three, or now I got a fucking gang of them. I just found <laughs> out I have a bunch of brothers and sisters. But uh, three sisters I so grew you, up with. Oh, so you grew up in a house with three sisters. And one mom and a grandma. I feel for you, bro. Yeah. I feel for you. No father figures, nothing... And it was it was never like I'm saying like I wasn't like the Cinderella. It wasn't like I grew up. But you know what? Not I, I think by myself. default, by default, you had to not you had to give up things because those three girls aren't gonna let you win. And they didn't. And they never did. No. So you're like, yeah. fuck it. I'm not gonna try. Yeah. Fuck well, it. Yeah. Like, okay. I grew up and I was the eldest of my five. You know, six of us. And I had to raise them. Mm -hmm. So I was always, even my mother, I was a parentified child. I was placed responsible for how everyone in my family felt to the point where when my parents divorced, you know, I felt like I had to take responsibility for that too. And it really, really sucked. So this, this particular thing, give up responsibility for how others feel, like it shows you that like, it's it's good to care about people and it's good to be selfless but at the same time you got to find a way to be like selflessly selfish to the point where you care about yourself but you still care about other people i'm with that i mean i get it like dude i only buy clothes at shows I only buy shirts at hip-hop shows i i'm pissed off because they don't sell pants <laughs> hip-hop shows start selling pants I fuck that Dude, sell knockoff 501s. Dude, those will get caught. In the trunk, son. Me it's outside. true. Dude, the only reason I got these nice shoes on is because I got them for Christmas. 
outside of that, <laughs> I wore I wore my old Adidas to the point where my feet were hurting from walking on them because there was nothing left, and I had no intention of buying new shoes. You know what? Man? To me, it, I'm the least mm-hmm. dude. I, like I'm too busy to focus on me. Like right now, dude, I got this, I got that, I got kids, I got the wife. I, right now, I'm the least person I'm going to worry about. But some people uh, are the opposite. Yeah, you got to find a balance. But you got to find the balance. Like, for me, I've always been like that, too. Like, you know, like, I only buy clothes when I'm fucking going to perform on stage Mm -hmm. or when I have an interview. And, like, I don't have a shoe collection like most women do. Like, and that was one of the things that was, like, my attention for this year. I was just like, you know what? Like, I really got to start taking better care of myself. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm a woman and I'm I'm kind of cute, you know? I should probably, like, invest in myself a little bit. I yeah. should probably do something about these nails and shit, you know? like How you view yourself, Paul? Yeah. What? How, about How do you view yourself? Do you see yourself more on the selfless or on the selfish side? It depends on on uh, on who else, um, what environment I'm in, the situation, shit like that. Like, honestly, like, Christmas, for example, I don't want anything. I, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm just I like, feel you on that. whatever, you know? Yeah. But people love you enough or they care about you enough to get you something that you enjoy, something that you like or whatever. But, you know, I'll give you another example. If I go to a show, most times, especially here, I don't want to fucking talk to nobody. Mm. Because, not not f- fans. I know that going, going back to the Southern California thing, I know that if I go to a show in Southern California... <clears throat> somebody's going to ask me how I did that. How did you go on tour with Necro? Yo, how, yo, yo, what's good? Let's do a track or whatever. So, yeah, and I want to be in a fucking bubble. So when I'm at a show, yeah, I'm, I'm very, not necessarily self-absorbed, but I'm, I'm in a shell. Like, yo, I'm going to sit in the corner. I'm going to sit with my girl. I'm going to have a drink. We're going to crack jokes or whatever. And I'll say what up to certain people, but then there's certain people where I already know what their intentions are. They're coming to, to try to chip away a piece of you and go back and reverse engineer what you do and try to build on it. And I learned that to drain your energy type of shit. So, yeah, in that environment, fuck yeah, I'm in a bubble. But if people come at me as a genuine human being and you start talking to me about things other than rap and other than hip hop. Hell, yeah. Let's have a full conversation about whiskey, about fucking movies, whatever the fuck. You know what so I mean? you you basically balance yourself according to your environment. Because you gotta adapt or die. So I, if I'm here, okay. If I'm if I'm the loudmouth, I'm gonna have to fight somebody in here. Yeah. Right. So I need to be on my toes. So I, I'm very observant. I body language, etc. If I go somewhere else and everybody's loud, fuck it. I'm gonna. You know what I mean? You gotta you gotta adjust. You gotta be the, fluid. Yeah, you gotta be fluid. You can't be too rigid. Yeah, I try not to be selfish with like I want this or I this or I that like Yeah, I think she's basically just trying to say that like, you know, you gotta just let go of what's not serving you and go for the things that are gonna serve you for the new year. And I think that's what we're all trying to do this year is just okay, what's really working for me? We're all growing up, you know. We're all past our early twenties, I think, aren't we? Most of us, mm-hmm. except for homeboy right here. He said no. Nah. He's like, no, nah, I'm good, girl. <laughs> what are you talking yeah. about? We got young boy right here. <laughs> Pause. What do we got coming up? What are we doing? What's happening? Uh, I'm just focusing on music. Mm-hmm. Like, I was traveling a lot for like the past two years. Yeah. And then I got to see like the grass is greener in certain places. You you for sure know that. I'm now. like, yo, fuck this. You can't trick me no more. Yeah. Like before I was a sucker. 
I'm here, I'm doing it, I'm jumping through the hoops, I'm doing this and that, because I didn't know better. Mm. And then I, I seen, shout out to, you know, AG, the homie Bram, El Sensei, <laughs> fucking Necro, Underground Hip Hop Blog, all the people I fuck with, because I was Percy P, all these people, auxiliary, moving around the country, moving around the world, and seeing like, yo, there's people that they just love, they, they, they're not afraid to show love. Mm. So I seen that, and I was there because of music. So it's got to go full circle. I got to create new music to go back out and have these experiences again. And that's where my head is at. Just creating more music and trying to get better than I was. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't want to find a level where like, yeah, I'm good. It's passable. You know what I mean? I, I want to be like, listen to my old shit. Like, damn, that's terrible. Can't yeah. believe I put that out or whatever. So evolving, getting better, making, you know, taking steps to, to get better or whatever. So music is is the number one right now, but I definitely want to travel because I got to get some fresh air. Because when I'm out here, you got your Orange County hat on. I want to snatch yeah. it off your head, punch you in the grill. You know what I mean? Just it's beef, it. son. It's it's beef. It. LA it's County it. on mine, son. No, please. Nah, but you know, it's just it's a. It's I a, feel you. I get that. I ain't tripping by you smelling fools. I'm good. Yeah, and it it forces you to like create a world. You know, like if you sit down and write, yeah, you, you're you're basically creating a world. Right there on a piece of paper. If you draw, whatever the fuck you do, like you're getting outside of where you are. Yes. You're transcending that through your, your art form. Yeah. So, but right now I'm just writing a lot, trying to get better and trying to pick my fights. Mm. Like it, if you look at it like MMA or like boxing, you can't fight everybody they put in front of you. Mm -hmm. Some, some fights aren't meant for you. Mm -hmm. you. You go, you lose your belt, you know, and fucking, you never should have took that fight yeah, in the first place. Yeah, they're not worth it. You know, so... Just trying to be more selective, smarter about the decisions I make, and really just trying to reach more people. I want to reach more people that genuinely love hip-hop and love what I do and love music. And how are we doing that? But like different collabos, different working with new producers, like how, how, how are you reaching that in music aspect? Um, I'm just trying to expand on, you know, the catalog, building, you know, having more albums, having more EPs, working with different producers and things like that, and working with different labels, different distributors, different PR companies that push the shit to blogs, getting on different blogs, doing shows in different cities I've never been to, expanding it that way. Those are the directions that I'm taking. Mm -hmm. so, Anything out now that we should check out and where can we get it? Yeah, the, the album that's coming out at the end of this month, January 22nd. Album? What's well, an EP? Okay. But it's 12 songs. Or 12 it's tracks. As long as EP. Yeah, EPs. It's, it's why not album? Why not album? <clears throat> Nobody buys albums. Mm. Like, why why make a 17-track album? And mm. people really only want to hear those three good songs they like. Mm -hmm. You might as well just put out a fucking, you know, a, a maxi single. Face, or face the Facts was dope, man. Thank you. I appreciate it. Was it was well put together. It had a constant flow. Thank you. It's what people don't understand, like... They hear this and then there's a trap song and then it throws me like, dude, I, I'm want to ride this. I want to ride this train and I don't want you to fucking take a curve and now it's a helicopter. Like, bro, no, no, no. Give me a solid stream of what you're talking about. Yeah. And I want to get lost in the album. I want to push play and not want to forward to the next song because I'm not feeling that. If I put on your album and it's this vibe of coolness, I want to ride that vibe. If it's fucking just. Just turn up shit. All right, let's turn up. But then don't give me a love song in the middle of it. You know what I'm saying? And yours was a clean flow through, which Thank is you. what I enjoyed. But the I had topics to... range though. Yeah, I try which to change. Was important. Yeah. The 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 different vibes were there, but the but the energy was the same. If that makes sense. 
Yeah, but I had to do an album. That was kind of like, that's your, you got to put your stamp. So I did an album. But then after I was like, you know what? People don't really listen to albums all the way through. They got to be fans of you to listen to a whole album of you. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, fuck it. I'll do EPs, six songs, eight songs, and just try to like condense what I got to say and try to make all eight or all six Mm -hmm. or seven of those songs as dope as I can. Mm -hmm. Instead of making 17 and nine of them, I really stand by and the rest, I'm kind of like, I just filled in the gaps, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm Mm-hmm. So but what are we talking about? What are you it's called about? Death by Stereo. Mm-hmm. It's produced by the Beat Bruisers, which is uh, Suplex and Harsh Ramirez. Harsh raps too, so he's rapping on an album, and we got uh, Rusty Jooks yep. from Duck Down Records. Mm-hmm. And the sound is more geared towards that early 90s, kind of like kick you in the chest rap shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and that's that's I wanted to do something other than the boom bap type of shit that I was doing before and kind of, I guess you would say, uh, inspirational or whatever. I wanted to, it's like movies. I wanted to take on a different role and show people that there's diversity. There's different layers to what I do. And it's all part of who I am. And I just want to keep working on shit, but it's called Death by Stereo. And um, that's coming out on the 22nd. Dope. Dope, dope. Punisher, ready when it comes with guns inside the furniture. Some of you think it's funny, like money makes you untouchable. Bullet to the stomach from one of these bitches fucking you. Find a way to touch you, no crutches and broken bones. Just thugs with smoky bone, slugs at open doors, broken homes with a bone crusher. Rush to the infirmary, return me to that fiery furnace for all eternity. Learn to be a heathen, the reason, look where I'm living. Bars around the window, my house is just like a prison. Listen, desert eagles and switch cheese and your regal. Now it's looking like the ride that Bonnie and Clyde died and drive. Mama from homicide, mama's crying in black. Rappers will play the part until they die in the act. Yo, I got a fresh flow. Killer, killer, maneuvers, crocodile, death roll. 
get splattered, scattered in the mold Keep these pages blood soaked, never gave a fuck, yo My cadence to chaos, smack and fade off In the battlefield, spilling blood like a seance 30 round clips, looking real long Half the corner church, singing sad songs I roll with skull smashes, I'm chasing the camp My blade will cut you clean, leave you looking dapper These rappers are food, I got a stomach to feed Catch me in the street with that Robocop Rolling through the city, dusted on trucks Point blank pistol to your eardrums Dirty hairy flow, pistol whipping bitches Sticking barrels in the cherry hole Palms all blistered for prepping your burial Frog brothers, jokes and pies won Death by stereo <laughs> everybody for sticking through with us i appreciate it uh j rolls my man coming through shit is two hours it's an hour 40 right now wait till you add your tracks intro all this other shit nice hour 50 it'll be dope you don't think people listen to these parts no i believe you trust me bro they listen doing it three years they gotta be listening they listening and shout out to all the listeners and then everyone's like yo how did you sit down and like, t- like, dude, it's just beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. Rainbow Zoo, our beautiful co-host. Two X, the man, the myth, Joey the hyphenate in the house. The hustlingest man in the world, bro. <laughs> the, the hustlingist. I don't know if that's a word, but he hustles. Uh, you man put hustles. that on a shirt, hustlingist. Hustlingist. Nice. To Miss Pause One. I hate I hate not mentioning the girls that come with them, so I just call them Miss Whatever yeah, the artist. So good, Miss Pause One uh, to Dips walking around somewhere in the back uh, for <clears throat> Pause One for Mighty Zulu Kings. What am I? What am I? What are you pointing at? The chair. No, nah, he he skipped right over him. That's fucked up. Yo. For J Rose, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> huh? Yeah. Do do I got a? Uh... Oh, you gotta do 16. Oh, yeah, do a 16. All right. I'm trying to think. It's gonna be written, of course. I'll give you a beatbox. Nah, nah, it's terrible. Don't spit all over that. I'm horrible at it. (laughs) Um, But yes, we uh, wanted to bring back segments that we haven't had in a while, and I Need 16 is a segment we're gonna be back, and it would only fit that it would be pause one and brings it back. So, pause one, I Need 16. I'm gonna do something different. I'm gonna do, I'm not gonna get too uh, rapid, but too introspective. I just do some that I kind of like. It's funny. Yo, I got the blunt lit. Known when I spit. Blow them to bits. Thrown in the mix. I own them where the zone of the blitz. Groupies in Arizona love to show me their tits. Home with your bitch. Shut up. Gotta know when it fits. Only the hits bang. You shit stains ain't even relevant. Claiming good fellas and felons, you're out your element. Me and Ella Bent stomping whole crews like gelatin. Like a grown elephant fell on your fucking skeleton. So who I got to tell again? My whole crew is too live. If I don't leave with a dime, I'm taking two fives. Step up. Get picked off like sick antelope. Scope on the cannon, blowing chunks out your cantaloupe. Sickest on the planet, got them searching for the antidote. Whiskey with a can of coke. Heavy drinking and I smoke. Punch you till my hand is broke. Classic like a Rocky fight. Biters that I see in your circle, make sure you copyright. Hey. See something different? Yeah. Pause one, yeah. everybody. The great pause one. Let's hear it one time. 
<laughs> wow, crowd was wild. <laughs> Yo, you gotta throw like a sound effect. Trust me, I mean, don't do me like that. Don't do me. Like <laughs> that. It'll, just, it'll just be one dude clapping. Yeah. Golf uh, claps. Golf <laughs> claps. There you go, golf clap. For pause one, for uh, our co-host, for Joey the Hyphenate, for J Rose, for Miss Pause, for uh, Miss Pause like the pet Miss Pac-Man, for uh, Dips, for Mighty's Little Kings, for real hip hop everywhere. This for the is, listeners. For the listeners, this is Concept Seven One Four asking, demanding that you help us. Wake the flock up. That's right. Peace. Thank <laughs> you.